Thrive, flourish, unleash your buried treasure. This is the Exponentially Empowered Podcast with Joel Bine. Through conscious action and authentic self-connection, empower yourself to write your own script. Season 2, Exponentially Empowered Podcast. This is Joel. What is Exponentially Empowered? It is the concept that if you invest in your own personal development, your own personal power, your own potential, by 1% a day, that's going to see, you're going to see results over the course of time, 37% a year. Is what the growth you experience if you improve 1% a day. And I love this concept, and I recently read James Clear's book, Atomic Habits, and he similarly espouses this concept of micro-changes because that's how it works, right? You start to steer that ship, and you're not suddenly pointed in the direction you want to be, but you're moving in the direction you want to be. Rome wasn't built in a day. I mean, nothing really happens suddenly. Is it, is it possible to see a flower grow in front of your very eyes? Is it possible to see your hair grow in front of your very eyes? Is it possible to see your child grow in front of your very eyes? No. It happens incrementally. It happens organically and invisibly, it, se- it seems. And this is a principle And that's why I I really espouse it because oftentimes we get stuck and bogged down in the overwhelm or the, that's a, a strong word, but this notion that this project or this ambition is big can be daunting, right? Daunting is a good word for it. But you know, when Henry Ford says anything can be achieved Nothing is particularly hard when broken down into small steps. So stop thinking about what am I going to accomplish today? Stop thinking about how am I going to achieve this dream as as quickly as possible and start thinking about what's one small win I can execute on today? What's one minute one action step, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 25 minutes, small baby steps. And maybe this sounds cliche, but really, who's, who really thinks like this? Is this common in our culture? For people to think of the idea of non-zero days, of making sure no, do, no day goes by without at least moving the needle forward a little bit. So... You know, think about what you've done these past couple of years since the end of season one of Exponentially Empowered. What has gone right in your life? What results have you seen? What changes have you seen? Are your biceps a little bit larger? Is that because you lifted dumbbells twice? No, it's because you maybe you lifted dumbbells or did, did push-ups 
a hundred times in the past 500 days or 300 times in the past 500 days or 490 times in the past 500 days, right? That's when you see these, these the growth of the flower, right? You give it a little bit of sunshine, a little, you plant the seed, a little bit of sunshine, a little bit of water, a little bit of miracle grow, maybe, maybe not. And over the course of time, it blooms. How will you bloom? What else have you achieved in the past couple of years? How has your professional life developed? What, how, what have you learned? What ambitions have you started? I mean, for me, it's been uh, this past two years, let's see, I've currently on a blogging streak of almost 250 days straight. So now I can look back at my website and see, wow, there's a whole portfolio really that's really developed here. And that's because of the habit of daily blogging. Okay, I missed two days, but I made up for those two days with two blog posts in one day. So I definitely blogged about two... To, definitely for sure, 240 times the past 240 days. They're closing on 250, I think. But the number's not important. The matters of, what matters is the consistency. What else have I achieved? I mean, I've worked out, ever since this quarantine started, I realized today that I've worked out every single day, or I've had some sort of intentional, intentional movement every day. Having this today could be walking for 10 minutes, or it could be push-ups, or it could be sprints, or it could be... I mean, I haven't gone to the gym or done, done other activities, really. It's been all outdoors in the neighborhood or at the park. Or doing some yoga indoors when it's raining outside. But I haven't missed a day of doing an, uh, an intentional movement activity. So that's I've seen the results in my body, in my body structure past 14, 16 months, I've been working non-zero days on a career shift, leveraging into the world of sales, into the world of creating win-win situations through persuasion, through authentic connection, I think. And I've read a lot about that, and six, eight months ago, I never had applied to a job or pitched a company, as it were on this platform, Crash.co, which has been amazing. But even in November, I didn't have any idea what... I would look at job postings. I started looking at job postings and I felt intimidated by all the bullet points that were on that job posting. Or just even the, the idea, the, the self-concept was barely getting developed. Self-concept meaning I have a conception of what is possible in my future, that I can be this in the future. When I first looked at the postings, I was like, whoa, this is totally cold, this is totally new, how would I really ever win a job at this company or that company? You just keep on going, and you keep on leaning into the discomfort of conscious incompetence, and eventually it becomes conscious competence. So I pitched my first company in late 2019, had my first interview in early January, and I've interviewed eight, eight times or something like that. I've pitched 16 companies, 
and no offers yet, but part of that's because of the hiring freezes that took place. A lot of my momentum was halted. But nonetheless, I feel so much more alive and excited and confident about the process of pitching companies because I've pitched 16 companies. And part of that is maybe I just spend 10 minutes today researching a company and that's all I get done because of this other things going on and you know battling some health obstacles and only have 10 minutes to look into a company but that creates momentum and then that's 10 more minutes compared to zero right and then over the course of a week maybe that's 10 minutes a day that's an hour or maybe a couple days I get two hours of, of research in but two hours on two days is four hours. And then the other six or five days, I only get 10 minutes. That's still all almost another hour. So we take a non-zero day approach, incremental progress, and all of a sudden I can wake up on that seventh, eighth day and I have five, six hours of, of research under my belt and I'm ready to pitch that, pitch that company. So momentum is the key. Momentum is the key. And like I said, I've had some health obstacles, which actually, that's a fair warning there. I've, I've been going so, with this idea of momentum, I've gone pretty hard and I've, I've got a lot of results out of it. Um, but that's been a little bit of a, taking a little bit of a toll on my body because trying to, to create and forge. And so, you know, that's one of my weaknesses, going back to the flower, flower analogy is that one of my weaknesses tends to be I try to yank on the flower. Because I really want to grow. So I understand I understand the 1% a day principle, but sometimes I get into this mode of yanking. Yanking for growth. And if you trust the process though, that's really how it's going to emerge. And so I'm feeling confident about the process. That if I keep doing this for another year, it may take one, two, three years. Is it worth it? For me it is to do what makes me come alive and to flourish as an individual. That's what I want to be. When I'm 38, 40, 45, I want to be absolutely flourishing. You know, I'm 31, almost 32. And this is my this is my intention. Play the long game. Play the long game. If I don't do non-zero days, if I don't take the 1% a day incremental progress approach, and then I wake up and all of a sudden I'm 41. Yeah, I will have grown automatically in a sense because people grow through wisdom and life experience without necessarily intentionally harnessing the growth. But if I don't do that extra effort of, of really moving the needle towards my ambitions, I, I, won't, be, I won't be flourishing. I won't have created my life. My life will have happened to me. And that's what I, that's the biggest fear, is the deathbed when you're 90 years old and you didn't create your life. You didn't live consciously. So I'm, I'm thinking ahead, 30, 31, 32, wherever I want, I want to be really flourishing with wealth and relationships, career, freedom, age 40, 
And I picked age 40, which is eight, nine years from now, because it's far enough away that I can play the long game and not put so much pressure. I have a runway. I have a runway. But it's close enough that I have urgency. If I said 50, then 50 seems so far from now. But I can, I can smell a little, a little spice, a little hint of 40. It's far enough away where I can say, okay, I got some time. So if, you're, if you were a snail in New York City and you wanted to get to Los Angeles, let's go ahead and assume that a snail has a sense of direction that, and a snail's not going to get stomped on by an 18-wheeler or a human foot and has the... Let's just go with this metaphor, okay? And think about the pace of a snail. The snail moving a few feet per day. Not very much in the grand scheme of 3,000 miles. But if the, the snail never stops, the snail will arrive. Keep going. Now you could say, I have a rebuttal to that. The snail could actually die because he goes too slowly. There is, life is finite. So, can't go too slowly. Sure, you will. You don't have infinite time. Can't go too, can't go too slowly. But every statement, every metaphor has the potential for rebuttal, has the potential for yabut, 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 yabut. So the question is, will you dismiss the metaphor or will you extract the value from the metaphor? Or simply the concept of 1% a day? Don't believe me. Because I said it, think critically and creatively about the concept and incorporate it into your life as needed. How could it be true? What if it were true that 1% a day is a valid and virtuous, effective principle to implement? What, where do you want to be in the year 2030? Because if you invest 20 minutes a day, every day for the next 10 years, that's going to create results. So long as you're thinking clearly and adjusting and getting feedback from reality and not banging your head against the wall and adjusting as needed. But again, I could keep qualifying and caveating. But if you choose to extract value from the principle of 1% a day of incremental progress of the snail getting to Los Angeles from New York, then you can find results. You can tweak. You can declutter your home. You can have difficult conversations in a relationship. Because what I've learned in that, in that realm is, hey, you do a little bit, you get a little bit 1% vulnerable in a conversation with a friend. What does that do? It springboards authenticity and vulnerability and honesty 
And all of a sudden, you've wedged a little bit of, of that vulnerability into the relationship. And you've built 1% more confidence in the process of leaning into that discomfort. And you've created a little bit more connection with that person because you've actually shown your truth self and expressed your true thoughts and feelings. And the more you do that, the deeper connection. There's a correspondence between vulnerability and connection. And then you build more confidence and there's a snowball effect. That's the momentum. And then, you, and then the next time you'd be a little bit more vulnerable. And over the course of time, you can watch that flower bloom into the fullest expression. You can be the fullest expression of yourself in that relationship. But if you continue to never start, right? You never start with a vulnerability, then you never get to have the connection. You're always afraid. You're always afraid of that little vulnerability. And you're afraid that you can't even start unless you show everything. Well, you don't have to show everything at once if you're feeling hesitant, apprehensive, vulnerable, fearful about expressing your truest self. You don't have to do 100%. You don't have to think black or white. You can simply start. This principle goes in every area of life. That's why it's a principle. It's a principle. Whether it's the snail going to Los Angeles, leaning into the discomfort and vulnerability, decluttering your home. That's how I started my minimalism journey. Some people say, do it all at once. There's value there, but I've improved my, my, my minimalism, my 1% a day, getting rid of an object that I don't like, throwing away one shirt that no longer brings value, throwing away a pen that no longer brings value, selling a bookshelf that no longer brings value. one percent a day and then all of a sudden you look up three months later six months later one year later and it's better and the question is if you never started you look up three months six months one year later then it you'll have zero progress don't, don't overestimate what you can do in a short time frame and underestimate what you can do in a long time frame play the long game where do you want to be in 2030 so this applies to every area of life this applies to Relationships, as I mentioned, minimalism, as I mentioned, professional development, traveling, the traveling snail metaphor. Okay, but where else is this, does this apply? It applies in in health as well. Sometimes we think we need to overhaul our entire nutrition. If we're out of shape, but you don't need to. You can just cut out one thing. You say, I'm going to cut out dairy right now. Test that out. I'm going to go do one push-up a day. And then maybe I'm going to go drive to the gym and go to the gym for five minutes. The very act, the habit of starting is the key. It's beating the resistance of starting the activity. That is harder. It is harder to start an activity than to do the activity. This is what... The nature of resistance, the nature of, of, of leaning into challenge in order to get into the flow state. The membrane of starting 
needs to be punctured. When you start, you're in gear. You're, you're in motion. So of course this applies to creativity, right? It applies to creating a new business, creating a new website, creating a new blog, creating a new organization. Or even starting a, reading, reading a book. People, people don't read books. I mean, there's so many millions of books. That's incredible. I want to live. I want to live forever in order to read these books. Read as many books as possible while I'm on this planet. And extract value and connect with this mind and this other author. And what I've realized is that all I need to do is read a few pages every day and make that a habit. Go outside, get some sunshine, read a book. Four pages. One page. One paragraph. I mean, I've read six books, books the last three months, which is not as many as some people. I some people read ridiculous two books a week, but for me, I was, that, that's, that's the highest rate I've ever had, I think, because I took that approach and just reading a few pages of the day and having the, this is, I'm the type of person that reads a book. And sometimes I would feel resistance because I'm reading this book, The Master Key System, which is very hard. It's written in 1912. It's the original self-help book, I would say. Influenced Napoleon Hill. It's very dense. It takes hard work to read it. There's 24 parts. You do visualization meditations for each part. And I basically decided I'm trying to do one part a week. And I, I started this in late February, and I'm on part 10. It's been taking a little bit longer. But I know that if I just keep doing it a little bit each day, then I'll get to there by, you know, mid-2021, I'll be done with this, this very amazing program. And that's way better than if I never started it because it was too hard. I, I don't know if I want to read that book because it's so much to get through. Well, just read a th three paragraphs. I mean, look at that. I read a few paragraphs a day, and that's it. And then I go on to a more, a lighter book after that. Or I know I've made progress for the day. I've, I've moved that needle forward. So all these elements of the 1% a day principle is what exponentially empowered is all about. Because thriving and flourishing is about allowing, facilitating, creating, fulfilling as many human needs as possible. That is the definition of happiness, which I talked about in season one, the delicious definition of happiness, that happiness is a recipe that entails ingredients. And the more ingredients, quality ingredients that are at play, the richer the recipe. The more needs that you're getting met, the richer the, 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 the happiness, the higher the happiness quotient, having the meaning and purpose in your life, having health, having connection, having downtime, rest, sexual pleasure, sleep, compassion, empathy, self-esteem, purpose, I mentioned purpose, visibility, to be seen, to be known, to matter, to be understood, So many needs, and the more needs you get met, the better. Financial intelligence, financial stability, creativity, 
honesty, integrity, efficacy, effectiveness, competence. So these different needs fall into these different buckets of, of life, of financial, health, relationships, career, purpose. And as you nurture these, you start to see the results. So start. How is your creativity doing right now? Are you feeling you're like you're consuming more than you're creating? Is that creativity in, is that balanced in your consumption? Because it's really fulfilling, I'll tell you, to, to create things. And I, I, I had that much more in my life than I ever had in my the first 25 years of my life, I didn't really have that, even though I was, I was pursuing an artist, artistic path as a conductor. But in terms of, the, there's, now it's more a recreation as an artist. There's creating, creating new things, blogging and podcasting or creating things, building an organization. So how is that doing? I mean, maybe your health is good, maybe your finances are good, but maybe you're just not, you're kind of watching things and listening to things, but not creating things. So go start. That takes letting go of the resistance and beginning. Puncturing the membrane. One small step. One inching inch forward from the snail. Write one sentence. Or maybe it's Google how to start a website. Or it's Order the Creative Habit by Twyla Tharp to learn more about implementing the creative habit. Or read Order the War of Art by Stephen Pressfield. Or don't, even, don't do any more reading. Just start. Just write something. Just create. Write a poem. Write a blog post. Write a song. Do you have a relationship? Write a song. Write the first word of the song that you want to send as a gift to your significant other. It's not going to be great if you're doing it for the first time. Just like everyone else in the history of mankind, their first creations weren't as good. Because competence doesn't happen instantaneously. Even Mozart. Mozart's first symphony pretty solid, I suppose, because he did have many gifts that were perhaps more innate, but his first symphony, even so, is no one knows, no one talks about it compared to his 39th, 40th, and 41st symphonies are the most wonderful symphonies. His final three symphonies are the most incredible works and he wrote them towards the end of his life because he got better. So that's to unleash your buried treasure, right? I mean, go start writing your first symphony, metaphorically, there could be a symphony. Go start creating something. And then you'll get to have the time period of incompetence and you'll get through it and eventually you become competent. Eventually, you get to look up a few years down the road in 2030, 2040, 
and you kept at it because you improved by 1% a day, and you say, hey, look, I'm starting to really flourish as a creative person. And the more you invest in that 1% a day principle, the more you get to look back at your life with glee. And then it compounds not only in that one area, but then you get excited to improve in other areas. Okay, so you improve your creativity, and then maybe you need to improve on your relationship. Vulnerability, honesty, or creating more relationships. And that's for me. You know, I've, I've gotten a lot better with, with my habits in terms of health is doing really well, and creativity's been doing well, accomplishment, and, and this personal development and the self-connection, meditation, journaling, doing this self-work, right? So now I want to expand more into the realm of romantic relationship. Okay, but I've done so much to improve these other areas that now that's like the next thing. But if I never started and I still had debt, and I never did any creative work, never done any personal development work, and just kind of got by and let life happen to me, then I wouldn't have much momentum and intrinsic motivation to go to the next level. So there's different buckets. You get better at creativity. Maybe you're motivated to then improve your relationships or improve your career or improve your financial intelligence. That's what I've noticed, that I'm more curious about financial intelligence because it's an extension of my self-esteem. I've worked on my self-esteem. I've worked on the sense of I am conscious and I'm going to be in charge of my life and I'm going to be responsible for my life. Well, the, natural, the more I integrate, integrate those concepts, the natural extension of that is to improve financial intelligence. So I, I started doing that you know, four years ago, but now I've developed a newer interest and in continue to have that gain momentum. All right, so welcome back to season two. I sort of had a spontaneous spontaneous um, spark to go ahead and restart season two. I hope that this episode has been valuable. And I look forward to continuing. I haven't created a plan for this. I'm going to be a little bit more spontaneous about the podcast, I think, but I would like to make it consistent. So I'm not going to, not going to announce anything, but this is the reboot of season two. And perhaps I'll be talking more in the future about the psychotherapeutic realm in terms of internal family systems therapy and looking into our parts of self to heal in order to integrate and become the truest version of ourselves. And that's something that I'm really curious about. But I hope you are doing well and Take care and ask yourself, what is one thing I can do today? One small win. Take care, y'all.